Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's Michael C. Bouchard, the host of the Night Stalker podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 177. Uh, we're not putting out as many episodes as we were uh, over the last year, uh, just because a lot of things are going on with uh, the restructuring of some, uh, some of my business. And uh, so... But what I try to do is at least put out maybe one or two a week now. But let's talk about, in this case, let's talk about these nightclub shootings. They seem to be occurring more frequently. So what is the solution? Well, let me tell you, when somebody says there's a solution to something, what they don't realize is a solution. You may be able to suppress the number of occurrences, but you will never completely stop occurrences of anything. So this is something you need to keep in mind. Uh, with that being said, let's look at a couple, let's let's break these shootings down a little bit, okay? You either have two type of occurrences. One, the shooting itself occurs within the establishment, which seems, and it works its way out. Or it occurs in a parking lot. So how do we so how do we solve these or attempt to aid law enforcement in, in solving these crimes? <clears throat> well, let's let's take a look at let's just, let's go from the person just pulling into a parking lot. The problem with the businesses that you have these the uh, nightclubs, depending on the size and the number of people, is obviously their budget and uh, their security. Security occurs in either one or two forms or both simultaneously it either becomes equipment like cameras or physical security or both my first suggestion would be um, the parking lots definitely have to be I, I know everybody's always worried about having cameras inside the building but the parking lots have to really have cameras on good angles, so it doesn't really miss anything. And they have to be good quality cameras. It can't just be some ragtag, um, you know, camera that, you know, you can buy for a hundred bucks, and you know, you gotta just just hope that uh, hope the damn thing works. Um, <clears throat> but you need you need a camera, you know, that as they come in and as they leave in addition to other cameras in the parking lot. Why? Because almost 100% of the people leave these shootings in a vehicle. And the vehicles are usually parked in the in the parking lots, uh, business parking lots. Uh, our main thing is not only getting a description of the suspects or, or see what the suspects are doing, but getting a license plate in or out of the, as they come in or exit the property that's that's a big thing um, in some cases depending on the size of the, the business and the, how, how many people it has you know you may have consideration for both inside and outside security somebody just walking in the parking lot um, a really effective thing is having security walking in the parking lot uh, with a the uh, the brighter orange, uh, what we call overtime vests, some people call them traffic, traffic vests, but it, it makes people aware that there's physical security out there. And one thing you need to consider about this is that when, if in the event that you do, do, 
do this. You know, you can't buy shitty, you know, Walmart type of uh, outer gear so you look like Bozo the Clown because, you know, uh, people's people decide what they're going to do by if they see uh, a security guard uh, or a cop or whatever walking there and their, you know, buttons are down or on or, you know, on outmost, they're sure and they're sloppy. Um, these are the type of appearances that the criminals will attempt to uh, confront because they figure if the officers dress sloppy then they're not going to be as proficient as somebody that is dressed dressed to the nines which is which is true uh, the best way to you know to discourage the crime is by setting someone you know if they see physical security out in the parking lot they're gonna think twice you know so, how what ha, what do we do if the threat occurs inside the building? Well, here's the thing: the gun shouldn't be getting into the building. Okay. Um, quite simply, you have to have physical security at your door. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> whether they pat down, look through baggages or metal detectors, whatever it is. It's well worth the amount of money you're you're going to save in the event that somebody gets killed or shot inside of the establishment. Security has to realize that when there's an altercation between one or multiple people, that the way it's resolved is also important. You cannot just separate people and throw them all out of the club at the same time. What has to happen is you take one group escort them out, make sure they get in their cars, make sure their cars leave. Uh, because if you are intermixing parties on both si other sides of the fence, you're going to have an issue. Uh, you don't let one the parties that are involved in it, one of the parties in the parking lot, they leave. You don't let the other ones out until these people are already gone because you're just asking for um, uh, trouble. Security on the outside, uh, say parking lot, yeah, of course you're going to be worried about how many cars come in and the parking, this, that, and the other thing. I get that. But they have to be aware of suspicious activity. Somebody uh, going back and forth to their car too many times. People, uh, you know, changing out of different clothing in their car. Um, going back and forth in and out of their car, you know, several times. This is also indicated that something is probably... So something not good is probably going to happen within a short period of time. Um, and again, inside you have to, again, have um, uh, good security uh, cameras. Uh, you also have to have enough security in the event that something happens that you, your security is going to be able to overpower them while somebody's calling 911. You know, and at the same time, you have to have security floating within the building. You have one at the door checking for guns or any other weapons. You know, the other exits need to make sure that, yes, sir, if something happens inside, you can go out um, from the inside out, but the doors have to relock once they close because you don't want people coming in out of uh, unexpected uh, entrances with bringing in firearms. So, you know, these are the things, you know, when fights start, before they turn into large group fights or f fights in general, 
you know, they just have to be separated. And, uh, you know, you want to throw them out, throw them out. Um, you have to listen to what people are saying. You know, <clears throat> people that are going there for trouble will of, often tell other people that they're going in there for trouble. And, you know, the word circulates throughout the bar and this and that. And you have to be able, you know, you have to listen to these things. Uh, it's it's important. So, you know, with that in mind, um, and it also goes up for the, if you're a patron in one of these uh, establishments and you see something or hear something that could eventually turn into, you know, a shooting or whatever, uh, you need to call somebody. I don't care if you're going to call cops and give an anonymous tip or you want to talk to the security that's in there. I don't care how you do it. You just need to do it. You know, um, it's better being safe than sorry. It really is, especially in these cases. I mean, I think this week I read the paper and there were three independent shootings and I'm sure if we looked at the footages from the inside outside and we had applied some of the things that I had mentioned that more than likely some of these things would have been um, uh, could have been taken care of uh, it's just it's it, it follows suit with uh, like Columbine there was <clears throat> before that school shooting there was a manifesto out on Facebook uh, uh, it was uh, MySpace for about a month, these kids put manifestos out, uh, and nobody did anything about them. Uh, Virginia Tech uh, shooting. Uh, this guy had hundreds of pictures of himself with axes, knives, um, guns, guns, axes, and knives. And although people were aware of it, they failed failed to do anything. Uh, school psychologists or uh, psychologists at that time was aware of these pictures. Uh, did not want to provide any medical information. <clears throat> However, here's the problem with this. This information is not of a, a medical nature. It is this person could be a threat. That's a criminal nature. Nobody's asking you what meds he takes, what he's being treated for. Uh, we want to know if he's, he's a threat. You know, two different things. Threat is one thing, medical is another. He may be medically have medical issues, but if he's a threat, he's a threat. So that's something that these places have to look into also. Um, you know, uh, and even in Sandy Hook's case, let's face it, <clears throat> the reason the, uh, the individual was able to uh, have access to a firearm, even though he had, you know, he had autism or uh, whatever, <clears throat> was because his mother uh, gave him the combination to a gun vault, which to me honestly seems completely um, out in left field. Why, why the hell would you do that? I mean, uh, especially if you had have a, a child that's going through these type of issues. So this these are things that have to be you know thought about. Um, you know, regardless. You know, and, and like I said, a lot of these shootings are preventable. You know, it's just, that's just how it happens to be. So, you have to take that into consideration. I mean, there's a lot of things you that need to be taken into consideration. Um, 
when it comes into these type, and I call them critical incidents, because that's what they have. You have mass massive ca mass casualties. Uh, you know, after the suspect is either uh, shot, escapes, flees, whatever. You know, there's always a triage process of uh, you know getting through your uh, victims. So, with that in mind, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done that should be done. Um, but they can't be the majority of these things could be prevented yeah i know it takes a little money to get systems set up or hire people but you know if you really think about it those few more dollars you know um may save somebody's life you, you don't know but with that being uh, said we've gone into this for about 13 minutes i am michael c bouchard the host of night stalker podcast uh, today is uh, see, we're on season number two, episode one seventy seven, and uh, I will see you for one seventy eight. Not sure what that's going to be yet, but I'm sure right when I open up a newspaper, something's going to jump out at me. Not that I want it to, but I know it will. <laughs>